Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Find 25% off the Moosehead range of hair styling products, but only at Chemist Warehouse. This is Super Self with Joey Wheeler and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Is that us? Oh, that's us. I thought there was going to be like some big musical introduction. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, live from the studios in Parnell, Mark Watson and Joe Weller join us in studio to talk all things Highlanders because this particular hour is a celebration of Super Rugby. It is Super South. All things to do with the Highlanders. You can text us here on the program on double eight double three. Uh, we might even see if we can take some talk back if you do want to have a chat to Joe about the Highlanders. 0800 150 Joe, good evening. Welcome. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Mark. It could be better if my Highlanders start performing mate yeah it's been a a tough first three rounds for for Highlanders fans and and I'm no different obviously as an ex-player and and now a fan um yeah it's been a hard watch but yeah I've enjoyed it though I've enjoyed the first three rounds of Super Rugby as a a whole but the Highlanders performances no good so you're going to have fans there beating up on this team. You've probably been in some sides yourself where things yeah, haven't been going well. Yeah, 2013 comes back to memory. Yeah, and so as players, how do you deal with the criticism and what will the players be feeling? Yeah, as we know, athletes are their, are their toughest critics. They they won't be happy with their performances. Obviously, the performance against the Chiefs in the weekend um, was much improved um, in terms of the grit. Uh, they obviously didn't leak 50 points, which is a bonus um, for the Highlanders, but... Yeah, as a squad, when you're in these times, I, I remember back to 2013 with the Highlanders, we, we were in a similar sort of spot. We actually were, we ended up being 0-8, um, I think, before we got our first our first win. And we had a star-studded side that year. All Blacks are plenty, the likes of Mao Nonu, Andrew Hoare, Tamari Allison, Jose Gear, uh, Brad Thorne. We had them all in that squad, and we were, we were losing by the smallest of margins. The, the, the key, we had a real splinter that year as well in terms of the squad. The key for the squad is is believing in what they're doing, trying to keep the belief, which would be hard in those first three rounds. But what they've got to realise is that they've well, gone well, up okay. against the so, three... So, so you mean believing in yourself, believing in your teammates, no, or believing, believing in, in the coaching? Yeah, believing in your strategy in terms of what you're doing, what you're trying to achieve in the season, your game plan, everything. Um I think they have that belief in what they're, what they're doing. They've just come up against probably the three front runners mm. um, and the Blues, Crusaders and the Chiefs, which is unfortunate in terms of the draw. But where we're going to see where this Highlanders side is at, where the rubber really hits the road is this weekend against against the force okay. down in Invercargill. I, I want to ask you this then. So when you come into a season, we as fans, we want our teams winning from day one. Yes. Realistically, as a player, as a squad, what is the expectation how long do you give yourselves before you feel like you've got 90 to 95% cohesion and that you're hitting your straps and that you're playing the way the coaches intend you to play, the way you dream of playing? What's realistic? Uh, I, I don't know. You always hope that from day dot, right? And you'd, you'd expect a side like the Highlanders who only have, well, three three All Blacks, four All Blacks, and um, Shannon Frizzell, Ethan DeGroote, Aaron Smith, and... 
uh, Falau Whakatawa, that th- those guys obviously filter back in a little bit later, but you'd expect them to have um, a pretty good feel of their team. The, the, the thing about building combinations when those guys come back in, you look at the sides that have a lot of All Blacks, it t- sometimes takes them a lot longer to get their rhythm. The Highlanders generally start really, really well and then fall off because they don't have the depth. This year we've seen they haven't really fired a shot, which is the the most disappointing, um, I think, aspect of the Highlanders' performances so far because they haven't got that, um, that, that chemistry, I suppose. And there's been a bit of chopping and changing, which is unusual because Clark Dermody's style, um, I've been coached under him, he's a, he's a firm believer in pick your team, stick with your team and, and build those combinations because that's the key. Yeah, but see, Clark Dermody, right? These guys are going to come under the pump as coaches. But yet here we have, we've got the New Zealand rugby saying to us, you must rest these All Blacks. Some of these All Blacks didn't play a lot of rugby last year. Some of these All Blacks have come off two or three months, which in the real world is a hell of a long break. And you mentioned it, you've got Fakatava, you've got um, Shannon Vrizel coming back. Um, who else did we have coming back? Ethan DeGroote. Ethan DeGroote. Aaron and you're Smith. like, come on, guys. These guys should be playing from game one, game two, game three, even if it's just about getting the fans on board, putting your best foot forward early and trying to get it on. I mean, you're on a hiding to nothing. They're three marquee players. And what? Not allowed to play or deliberately being rested because that just prevents them from being rested later on against lesser sides? Yeah, I agree. I don't like the... I don't like the blanket rule for everyone. Yeah. And one, the one that irks me the most is is a Billy Harmon, right? Here's a guy that went away on the All Blacks A Tour, played for them, then got called into the All Blacks squad, didn't play a game mm. on the All Blacks end of year tour, yet the captain of the Highlanders has to stand down a week. Like, do me a favour, please. Like, that bloke, he's chomping at the bit to prove himself that he's ready to play all black rugby. He needs to be going up against Sam Kane last weekend in, in Hamilton and proving that he is up to the task against our all black captain. That that for me is more important than him having a week okay. off. And I think those are where they get it wrong, Mark. I think there's a there's a case for the likes of an Aaron Smith who's played a, a, a ton of rugby. But shouldn't you we ask know, Aaron Smith? Yeah, exactly. What does Aaron Smith feel like doing? You're exactly right. There needs to be consultation with the player, not just saying you need to have you need to have a rest because we think that's in your best interest mm-hmm. to be peaking for the World Cup. Well, oh, is I, that I an Aaron Smith's best interest? I, I don't sort, know. I sort of sense with you, you would have been pissed off if you were told you couldn't play or if you'd been <laughs> dropped or told that you well, were going to come off the bench. Because you're a competitor, in. you're yeah, a sportsman. You wanna, this is want, what you do. Exactly. That's that's your job, and you want to be. You want your side to win, and I imagine in these times, especially those guys, they're all proud Highlander men. They want to be out there being part of the solution rather than what's probably perceived from the fans' perspective as a problem by them missing um, selection due to All Black regulations or New Zealand Rugby um, directive that they miss they miss playing for the team that they love. Okay, DeGroote, Marshall, Ainsley, your front row, Parkinson, Dixon, your two locks, and then Frizzell, Lynchies, and Renton. It's not a bad side on paper. Very so, good so, side. I mean, you read That's through it, strength, it's, a, it's a hell of a side. That, you, you think, okay, you, you sort of go through and go, yeah, look, compared to every other side, that's a pretty damn good forward pack. So where is it going wrong? Well, you look, you're right. The forward pack is brilliant. Like, And, and Hugh Renton probably wouldn't make that side because if Marino and McKayley too was fit, he's in at number eight. Their strength is their forward pack. Their scrum has been, I think, statistically, is the best scrum in the competition at the moment. Their line-out functions really, really well. Um where they're lacking, they've just got no firepower. Outside of Thomas Umanga Jensen in the midfield, 
there's no one there when Jonah Nariki isn't playing that can create something out of nothing. You look at the other sides across the board. You look at the, the Blues' back line. They've got seven All Blacks in their back line. Any one of those guys can break a game open from nowhere. And the Highlanders, the only bloke that can do it at the moment is Thomas Umanga Jensen, unfortunately. Okay, so so based on that then, are they playing the right style of rugby? Do they need to play the 10-man game? Do we just need to keep this tight, just pick and go, well, that's, just that's play the English that's way, play the English like, way? I look at their attack. That last week they had seven visits into the um, opposition 22 and they only came away with one try. Uh, they had 87 carries and only 31 of them were across the game line. Why is that? You, you're probably asking why. Because they're so predictable. They've only got that one real threat. Without Jonah Nariki being there, they've only got the one threat that can probably, and Thomas Umanga Jensen, that can break the line, free his arms and offload or beat a defender one-on-one. -on -one. So... I think some of their issues have come from maybe some historic recruitment they haven't quite got right. Um, if I was the Highlanders and I was recruiting for next year, I would be going super, super hard at a guy like a Sean Stevenson and just throwing the kitchen sink at mm. the bloke because they, they need a game breaker. They've been searching for a fullback. No disrespect to Sam Gilbert, brilliant footballer. But is Sam Gilbert a world-class world X-Factor yeah. player? And he's the okay. first one. He's probably okay. not. But I'd be going harder to Sean yeah. Stevenson because he would solve a lot okay. of the issues. So we, but okay, I, I want to challenge you on this. So you, you know, you make some valid points regarding your attack and your X-Factor out wide. Yeah. What about the fence, though? The number of points you leak. So you're telling <laughs> yep. me these players don't no. just have X-Factor in terms of speed and the Christian Cullen sort of yep. uh, sleek, but they can't tackle? No, I, no. well... You'd say that in, in, um, when they played over in, over in Perth last week against the, against the uh, sorry, in Melbourne against the Crusaders. But last week, defence was, was another one of their issues. I think they attempted, from memory, looking at the stat sheet, I think they attempted 150 tackles and just about missed a third of them. You can't miss a third of your tackles um, and, and win um, a game of Super Rugby. So de defence is obviously problematic. Oh, the thing that, that they turned a corner on is they actually showed a bit of grit. So that, show that tells me that that team is still they're, they're tight as a team because the week before I questioned their grit. I thought they waved the white flag really, really early against the Crusaders, I, I whereas they showed a bit of spine against the a Chiefs away. I, I want to gain some understanding inside the mind of a player. So you're playing and you yeah. have a bad game defensively. Why would you go from, why would you say, you've clearly got to a level because you are good defensively, you know how to make a tackle. What leads to a player having yeah. a poor game defensively? They, uh, uh, Coach Kieran Kane um, used to use an analogy with us Defence is a team is the team play, but tackling's personal. Yeah. So, uh, I question maybe some of their defensive systems. I don't know. Right. Whether, so, so, so it's more about you channels. Look, you look at you look at the yep. defensive system. Are they getting that right, or are you questioning work rate? Are you questioning? Because um, when guys, if guys are getting in positions to make tackles and they just fall off a tackle, just you know that happens, right? That's going to happen yep. in games of rugby, but. If they're not getting in position fast enough, that comes down to work ethic and um, work rate. But if they're just missing a tackle just through pure, that they might not have, you know, you know, it could just be technically they're not getting something right. That's why they're falling off that tackle. That's what you've got to look at a little so, bit deeper. So what, I, I, what are you I, saying? I can't, I can't comment on that. Like I said last week, I thought that the, the effort wasn't there, the grit wasn't there, and that's what a Highlander's side is built on it's always been built on we've never had the stars we've never had the rock star players but what you can rely on is your mate inside and outside of you and they'll go above and beyond to get that right 
for you. But yeah, I just think their biggest issue that they need to try fix is their attack. They're, they're, they're far too predictable at the moment with their attack, and that's that's what's causing them a lot of issues. You're listening to SENZ. We are putting the spotlight and focus on Super Rugby. This particular segment every Tuesday night from 7 o'clock is Super South as we celebrate. Are we allowed to celebrate? Are we celebrating the Highlanders at the moment? Anyway, we're talking. Yeah, we always celebrate we're the We're celebrating Landers. the Highlanders because the true fan through thick and thin is always a Highlanders fan. <laughs> we're going to take a break when we come back. Former Highlanders captain Nasi Manu on the programme. Mark Watson, Joey Wheeler with you. You can text your thoughts through here too on double eight double three. Right, it is Super South. We are celebrating the Highlanders as part of our celebration of uh, 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 Super Rugby Pacifica. God, they keep changing the names of these damn tournaments, don't they? Uh, Now, look, I just want to acknowledge DHL. The DHL Super Rugby Pacifica is underway. The DHL Super Rugby Pacifica. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get tickets at superrugby.co.nz. Um, just before we do go to Nasi Manu, former Highlanders captain, Joey, I'll ask you, who was your Highlanders Pacifica Player of the Week? Yeah, this is obviously a tough one after another loss, but yeah, my DHL Highlander of the round was Hugh Renton. Um, he was immense uh, for the Highlanders in the weekend. Like He was involved in, in everything that they did sort of well. He made a, a ton of carries, uh, a ton of tackles. His work rate was, was immense. So, yeah, he was hard on the sleeve sort of stuff, as you expect from, from Hugh Rendon. So he, he made a real statement in that eight jersey with Marino McKay. I was, was going to ask you, out. is he a pure eight? Oh, I think so. I think yep. so. I, I like him at eight. I, I think... Um, He's got that hard edge that everyone likes. Just for people out there, I mean, a lot of people talk like they understand the differences between six, seven, and eight. But what is fundamentally the difference, say, between the Lucy's in six and seven and the role of that of number eight? I know that you're a multi-talented player. <laughs> you're the, you were like the decathlete of the Highlanders. You played on the wing, centre, up front. I mean, you name it, oh, you look, could do it. So you're yeah, the right guy to at, ask. At the moment, like the, the way that. Um, team attacks are, are structured. It depends who they who they use on the edges of the field. So um, a loose forward is generally on the edge of the field, and and a lot of the time I played obviously a lot of um, Super Rugby with Nussie, and Nussie was brilliant through the middle of the field, making those tough carries into essentially brick walls, which are your tight forwards. So that's one thing that Hugh Renton does really really well is through the middle of the direct. field, being yep. really really direct. Um, yep. Generally makes pretty good meters. Um, gets over so, the advantage yeah, gets line. Gets over yep. the advantage line and, and, and the recycle. Yep. That's yep. the key to the game because the Highlanders in the weekend yeah. their their average. Ruck speed, I think, was about 3.8 seconds as opposed to the Chiefs, which was 2.6. Yeah, so the am- faster the ruck, the better the, better yeah, the ball for the backs. It's amazing the analysis yeah. that's coming in now, right yeah, from the halfbacks hitting their first fives, the whole lot, that ruck speed. Right, our former Highlanders captain, Nasi Manu, now joins us on the programme. Evening to you, Nasi. Welcome. Uh, thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, good evening, Joey. Hey, Joey speaks very highly of you, Nasi. He was saying really nice things about you. <laughs> Well, I, I kind of think he had a big part uh, in getting me into this role here in the Highlanders. So yeah, Joe's a great man and obviously a good friend of mine. Yeah, no, he was te- he was telling me that he made you look good. <laughs> he, he did, he did, he, he, and he cleaned out a lot of my rocks. So uh, no, it's all, you need three people to make, uh, or especially in the middle, the other two uh, have got a huge role to make the ball carry look good. Yeah, Nasi, I'll drop that twenty bucks off to you later, mate. Appreciate that. Hey, uh, just just to just to let the people know, you're obviously involved in the in the Highlanders group um, now. You're back in the fold with the with the club, Nasi. And and what what's what exactly is your role? So the job description is a uh, assistant player welfare and ops or operations. But um, the, I guess the big picture um, 
when when the job was pitched to me was pretty much been the link between the players and and the management essentially and um and helping uh alongside the management and leaders drive our our culture so yeah, I'd imagine culture's being tested pretty uh, pretty well at, at the moment, being 0-3. Obviously, it, it sort of reminds me, and I, hopefully it doesn't get as bad as what it did for us in 2013, us <coughs> where we ended up being 0-8. Yeah. Um, but for you, obviously, you, you'll be heavily involved in the uh, with the leadership group. How, how is morale on the side? Well, uh, I think, yeah, it's, it's, t- it's a tough one because people... It's a bit tough right now. Um, the the thing is, you know, if we weren't hurting, then that's that's not good. So, I guess for us, um, the, the boys are hurting, but they, I think everyone understands how important this week is, and and it's really about building momentum and and the way we prepare. And yeah, it's it's a it's a big week for us. Well, you know, leaders obviously drive a lot of the environment now, and you're heavily involved in the leadership group. What's been the messaging for from them this week to? I guess right the ship. Well, I think it's just really what I would say. It's never for, uh, for lack of, of effort, and it's the the key the key messaging this week is, is really just nailing your your own roles. And and the thing is, like, uh, if you look at, at the previous games, it's actually when someone tries to do do too much, or it's actually like boys actually trying too hard and going out of system that's hurting us. And and the, and the big thing this week is just about nailing your roles and just trusting our system and, and yeah, I guess trusting the guy inside and outside, yeah. So, yeah, it's a big week for us. So, yeah, hopefully they can get that right. Tactically, is anything going to change in terms of the game plan uh, from the Highlanders for, for the force? Well... Yeah, look, a, a big thing about, about my role is like the rugby's not is not part of my job. So I, I'm all looking. Uh, I'm about looking after the environment and and looking after the players um, off the field. But but yeah, I guess the key messages this week really is is just about just nailing your own roles, uh, trust the system, and and yeah, I guess like in the previous three games, it just takes one person to you know on defence to go out of system and you actually and then the boys actually work harder so so not having that I guess making this decision making by trying to do too much it's actually making us work harder so so I, I guess the key key message is the game the game they have to trust the game plan and, and, and that's just now their own roles and yeah hopefully this week um, you know everyone just goes out there and nails their moment and, and, and not try and do more than what they have to Mate, in terms of the attack, obviously we struggled a little bit in that area. That's always been a bit of a strength of the Hollanders in terms of innovation. Uh, from your perspective, obviously, I know you're, you're heavily involved in the cultural side of things, but it looks to me like we're lacking a little bit of that that Highlanders flair that we've become accustomed to and, and we're, we're just being a little bit too predictable. How do, how do you sort of see it? Oh, <clears throat> yeah. Like it's look, it's a it's a really tough one, Joe, for me to comment on these comments because you know, ultimately, uh, I do tr- I do trust the the coaching staff and and what they're trying to, um, you know, what they're trying to put through the our systems. But what I would say is that 
maybe the times that we do have it, we, we're actually not effective because we, we, we don't have the energy. So I think it's about attacking on our terms. And that way, you know, with, the, with that energy, you know, we're able to actually be um, effective on the attack, if you get what I mean. And instead of, I guess, working so hard in defence and, and, and not attacking on our terms when we do attack, we're actually quite gassed. And, and the thing is, too, when we do sort of get into those areas where we need to hold the ball, I think we're just trying too much. And that's where it goes back to this week all, all being about nailing your own role. Like the system, our systems are actually creating space, but we're just not executing. And, and for me, that comes off the back of, of, of making sure that we're attacking when we want to attack and we actually have energy. Oh, great stuff, mate. I really appreciate your time and your honesty. And I know you're going to have your work cut out for you. And obviously it's not, not been the start you want, but they've got the right man at the helm to help them uh, culturally to keep tight. And I know that the, that our performance isn't too far away. So, mate, keep keep charging on and keep the boys' uh, spirits high, all right? Oh, thanks, Joe, mate. Sorry, brother. We spilled. <laughs> no, hey, we, 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 no, we love it. We don't like things that are manufactured. Just be yourself, Nasi Money. Thank you for joining us on the program, former Highlanders captain, and again the DHL Super Rugby. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get your tickets at SuperRugby.co.nz. I asked you earlier, Joey, who was your DHL Super Rugby Pacifica Highlanders Player yes. of the Week? Who was your DHL Super Rugby Pacifica Player of the Week across? Yeah, the well, there were a lot that obviously stood out, but there was one guy in particular, and it was actually in that Highlanders Chiefs game, and it was Sean Stevenson. His form in the first three rounds of this competition has been so so compelling. Um, here's a guy that's, um, you yeah, know, he's had his. I mean, a lot of people felt his, he should have gone the All Blacks, oh, and then yeah, Ruben Love year. sort of Ruben Love came along yeah, well, and suddenly almost hijacked know, him a little yeah, bit. I don't didn't know they? where that's come from either. Like, here's a guy that's been so so consistent over the yeah. last two years. Like. And absolutely brilliant, like game-breaking stuff. And you look at the the outside backs for that Chiefs side, and he he's been an absolute yeah. standout in that back line. Oh, and he's got a cannon. His his right boot is massive. His skill set is so so impressive. Um, yeah, he can do it all. I'd love to see him get a crack, especially if Will Jordan doesn't come right. That's the biggest concern. I think he's. Um, the like for like um, for Will Jordan, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, you want players to hang here. You want players to say, be the best you can be, play football, and you'll end up being an all black and these sorts of things. And then you find some reason for not picking a guy like Sean Stevens, and yet you can continue with a player like Roger Tuivasa Sheik, who a lot of people go, hang on a minute, there's more flaws in this guy's game. Yes, he's a development. Yes, he's a work in progress. But, you know, and, and from a fan's point of view, and like any legal system, like anything, all you want is consistency in selection, don't you? Select consistency in the rationale that is provided. Yeah, that's it. And you just want justifiable. Right? Uh, hey, just quickly, someone's texted him just yeah. wanting to know Mitch Hunt. Yes. So we talk about tens. We talk about the importance of a key ten. It's been a big issue for the Blues. Mitch Hunt, what have you made of his performances through three rounds? Um, I think he was better. Uh, that was definitely his best game this season um, against the Chiefs. I, I still think he's... Um, finding his feet, he had a, a long um, break with concussion issues. He missed the whole of NPC mm. and, the, and the tail end of Super Rugby last year. So he, he's still playing himself into form. I, I, I don't like, again, what happened. He got um, he got benched against the Crusaders in Melbourne 
after starting the first round. Then he got benched against uh, the Crusaders. He needs to be playing consistent footy. He needs to be selected because his combination with either Aaron Smith or Falau Fakatava is key to the Hollanders. Him getting them in the right areas of the field because they're set piece. They've got a set piece that can deliver, but he needs to be playing consistently and driving this team to get his confidence. So to me, I think they just need to stick with him and either, obviously Aaron Smith when he's available is your number one nine, but those two driving that team around the park, they're going to be a better side with uh, Mitch Hunt and Aaron Smith. Joe Wheeler, been an absolute privilege and a pleasure. Go no, the it's, all, it's all mine, mate. You're go, legend, go, go, legend of broadcasting. Go, oh, it's yeah, great to be working no, with you. Well, yeah, I wouldn't quite use those words. I've had other things thrown on me, particularly <laughs> by New Zealand rugby over the years. Anyway, I just want to acknowledge, too, the Chemist Warehouse. Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. I want to emphasise this. It is the Chemist Warehouse. It's companies like DHL that get behind this station, that get behind these shows. Please support them. If they're involved in future purchasing decisions, please go with the brands that you hear on SENZ. We'll do it all again next week. We wish the Highlanders all the very best. Yeah, Highlanders fans, hang tight. It's like the ten thousand meters, man. You know, you just want to be Believe. sitting back. You don't. You don't want to be talked about until the last two yeah. laps. To they'll the last come two right. laps, they'll come they'll right. Come Joey on, says mate. they'll come right. We'll finish eighth and we'll come home yeah. with a wet sail. Yeah, keep, Go on, boys. Keep smoking. Um, right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk. Um, what's that team? What's that other team? Oh, yeah, don't worry about them. Yeah, we worry Too about smarter. them later. Anyway, yeah. okay. We'll take a break. <laughs>